a bunch of references to old movies, many of which I've never seen. Nope, this isn't an episode of Gilmore Girls. This is The Draft. Welcome to the Draft Podcast. We are in double-digit drafts now, Bill. Woohoo! <laughs> yeah. My name is Adam Smith. With me is Bill Decker. Hello, hello. <laughs> How are you, Bill? I am fine. Yourself? It's a good day. It's a good day. I look forward to these recordings. Yeah, it is always a good time. I don't know how many other people are having a good time with this, but we, we certainly have fun. <laughs> I can tell you how many are downloading, but I cannot tell you how many of them are enjoying it. Some people may be sadomasochist. I don't know. So, <laughs> uh. <laughs> As long as they're downloading it, I don't care. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> well, this draft, our 10th draft, is... About movies, it's a it's a kind of fun one. I was I was enjoying this one as much as I was apprehensive about it because this was my video games category of something you know very well, something I know far less about, and that's going to sound weird because movies that's pretty wide ranged, but I don't watch many movies, so it made it a little bit of a handicap for me. But I had fun putting the list together, and honestly, I'm excited about hearing Bill's list because I think it's going to be a little more wide-ranged and interesting to see what makes that list. And then you'll get you'll get to find out what narrow slice of movies that I watch. But, <laughs> <laughs> Which it had to be difficult going to, to at least four different genres for you. <laughs> yeah, I had I had multiple genres. We we found a website that had a had a genre list that we could agree on. And I had several genres that not only could I not pick a movie from the category, I had not seen a movie in the category. <laughs> so <laughs> so to, to go over what the draft is today, we each have our own eight screen movie theater. And we can play any movie that we want in there with the caveat of we can have no more than two movies in any given genre. Hence the need for a website that gave us some standardized genres, which we did add one to. Bill, you want to tell them what you added? Yeah, we decided to add the superhero as uh, its own genre because they are so wide-ranging. Yeah. It's hard to classify them as action or adventure or in some cases sci-fi or even given the right superhero yeah so we, we we decided to make that its own genre to just avoid because the the feel of uh, the avengers for example is not the same as bullet which they mean, even though they would both be considered action movies yeah uh you cut out there did you compare it to james bond is that what is that what i caught uh, no, I was I I used a different movie. I used Bullet. Bullet. 
I guess it did come through. I just uh, <laughs> I had no idea what I was talking about. No, I actually have no idea what that movie is. <laughs> it, it involves one of the most iconic car chase scenes ever. Okay. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> but I am a movie nut, so yes. I would know that. <laughs> and and so it begins my extreme lack of knowledge about a lot of movies. I bet I've read more plot lines than I've actually seen movies, but I do enjoy reading the plot lines of, of weird, messed up, confusing movies, weird hobbies. But anyway, I have the first pick and I struggled with this one, Bill. I did not know which of these ones on my list I should take. And I kind of thought maybe I should base it on likelihood that it would end up on your list because there's a lot of ones that we may or may not. I mean, you got a wider range of things you're going to pick from. So, what I settled on was a kickback to our last episode, the ensemble cast set in New York. <laughs> <laughs> this is not going to be a surprise, but I greatly enjoy the superhero genre. And you've already mentioned it, so I'm not going to give some big, huge build-up. There's a big green guy. There's a captain. There's a spider lady. At least she's named after a spider. My first pick has got to be the Avengers. Yeah. <laughs> I was wishing it open, but yeah. <laughs> it does. <laughs> you know, to do... Uh, the type of numbers that it did domestically. Yeah. I yep. think it did like 650 million domestic. Huh. And it did 1.5 billion worldwide. Yeah, that was a good movie. <laughs> yeah. I, I saw the movie twice on opening day. <laughs> I, I, I saw it in the morning with my wife. Told her when it was as I'm seeing this movie again today. <laughs> and then I just started calling people. Yep. <laughs> and I hooked up with some friends that night. Mm-hmm. And went and saw it again. Yeah, and I, I was sitting next. I was uh, that night. I was sitting next to a mother who was brought her children, <laughs> and she had no idea what this movie was about. Okay, and I, I would just glance over at her every once in a while, <laughs> and then I'd talk to her. I chit chit you know, with her a little bit, and she loved it. That's how well done the movie was. That. As someone who had no idea about any of the characters, mm-hmm. yeah, loved the movie. It's it's so good. It's it's one of those ones that now that I've written this list, I want to go back and watch in the next few weeks. It's such a good, fun movie. It's it's so well done. It hits all the right beats. It's it's just one of my favorite movies of all time. And I'm not an Avengers guy. I'm an X Men guy. But right. I like the Avengers movie better than any of the X-Men movies that I've seen so far, which I watched first class just a few days ago oh, did for you? the first time. Oh, great. And I have purchased um, Days of Future Past, and we'll be watching that probably before we record again. So it's on my list. <laughs> there you go. So that's my first pick. What's the top of your list? Like I said, it's wide open for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but since you started off in that genre, I'll stick to it okay. myself. This is not an ensemble. 
and it's not set in New York City. <laughs> okay. It's it's set in a fictional city. Uh huh. And it, and it's here's here's the it's the second part of a trilogy. Oh, that was definitely on my list. <laughs> <laughs> I'm crossing it out now. And here's the thing, you know, villains always make the superhero. Yes. But uh, and Loki came close, but Loki didn't steal the Avengers movie. Right. He was amazing. He was he, amazing, but he didn't steal it. He was not the single best part of the movie, like where you're right. going here. Exactly. But in this movie, the villain was just money every time he was on screen. Just brilliant. Yep. Yes. And the villain was the Joker, <laughs> played by Heath Ledger. Yep. And, uh, yeah, the Dark Knight Returns. The Dark Knight, I think. Uh, or the Dark, is it, yeah, is it just the Dark Knight? Yep, it's Dark Knight yeah. Rises, the Dark Knight, and Dark Knight Returns. Okay, yeah, so it's just the Dark Knight. Yes, yeah. brilliant. The best of the three, in my opinion. It, oh, by far. And... Not only am I, you know, I talked about not being an Avengers guy. I'm definitely not a DC guy. And <laughs> and that was the second superhero movie on my list. Right. <laughs> that is a phenomenal movie. It's creepy in the right way. See, it's, I'm surprised that you've seen it. Yeah? <laughs> I'll, I'll put up with more from a superhero movie than I will other movies. That's, okay. I mean, I, I, I will put up with more intensity from those movies because it's about these characters. Yeah, there, right. there's elements of that movie that would make me not watch it if it were just generic action movie A. But because it was Batman, I watched it. And there's something about when you make it all the way to the end of a movie like that, that's got that high intensity, it's fun to watch it again. So I just right. had to make it through the first one, the first, right. <laughs> the first time through. Yeah. I, I loved, loved that movie easily, I, easily the best of the three and probably the best single superhero movie that's come out. I would say. And because of the Joker. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's really even some, there's some spots even uh, without the Joker in it. Mm hmm. That were really great. Yes. Just uh, the whole conversation that Alfred has mm -hmm. with Bruce about the Joker. Yeah. You know, Bruce is just trying to get, wrap his head around where this guy's coming from. Mm -hmm. And he can't. Right. Because, no, but Alfred gets it. Right. <laughs> you know, Alfred, no, this, this dude isn't about an agenda. <laughs> he's just about doing what he's doing. He's just about mayhem. Yeah, yeah, that <laughs> was a great. That's speech. what he's about. Yep. It's it's not about money. It's not about power. It's not. Yeah. It's about the mayhem. Mm -hmm. And now it's about messing with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Somebody asked me just a few days ago who I thought the the best villain was in all of movies as far as the superhero genre. And I, I just said, to me, it's no-brainer. It's Heath Ledger's Joker. I think he's the best villain that's ever been portrayed on a superhero movie. Just, oh, yeah. What I loved about it is it was Joker the way he would have to be in a semi-realistic world. Exactly. Exactly. Just disturbing and creepy. And yeah, I, I loved it. 
I loved it. So yeah, <laughs> it's just yeah. That, that's a movie. You know, if I if I see it playing, even on TV, mm-hmm. even even though I have the Blu-ray. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. And usually, that's what happens. I'll start watching it on TV, mm-hmm. and I'll get so sick of the commercials. Yep. <laughs> I'll put the Blu-ray in. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's a good way to go. Watch it from the beginning then and all of that. Exactly. The second of my eight screens, the other one that I really struggled whether I should pick this one first because I it really rivals as my favorite movie of all time. And it's one that I struggled to put in a genre. To me, it falls perfectly into two. I think it's one of the movies that that meshes and matches between two genres so perfectly, it's almost hard to tell which it is. And so I looked online what classification it was under, and it was classified as a comedy, which I totally get. That's one of the two that that's really strong, really evident in this movie that it's just fantastic at. But I thought you might pick it. <laughs> so, but I thought even more that you might pick the Avengers so oh, you are correct. <laughs> I, I had to I had to get that one off the board. But when it comes to this movie, I thought there was still a chance that we were gonna cross the streams. <laughs> I'm taking the Ghostbusters. Yeah, I, I figured you would. <laughs> <laughs> just just because of uh, other podcasts that we've done. Yep. You mentioned it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's a... It's a great movie, mm-hmm. just in and of itself. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the the comedy <laughs> in there. I mean, not not only just you know with the Ghostbuster, yep, but Rick Moranis. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just such a perfect foil. Mm-hmm. You know. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. It's it's a perfectly cast movie. Yeah, and we will come back to that later. exactly exactly but yeah ghostbusters is a great movie yeah and uh, i enjoy watching it and and i almost enjoy more the the build-up to them becoming the ghostbusters Uh uh-huh is more of my more favorite part of the movie than them actually being ghostbusters yeah yeah there's (laughs) i I like the beginning and then and then there's that part where they're just kind of running around busting ghosts um the casey Kasem montage is pretty cool but, right. but I think my favorite part is when they're walking to that building and everybody's cheering and, and they're playing that music and, and then it's all disrupted by that earthquake. But I <laughs> love that, that scene where they're going up to the building and, and getting, getting out of the car and, and Ray's all shy. And like, I just, I love that. I think I, that's probably my favorite part of the movie. Right. I think my favorite is when they're, when they're in the library <laughs> and they're walking along. He goes, Shh, do you smell something? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> do you smell that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shh, do you smell that? <laughs> yeah. Shh, do you smell something? Yep. That's, that is a funny line. And, and I love when Venkman says, yeah, no human being would ever stack books like that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> a reference I once made in a, uh, in a group setting that, only you got. <laughs> <laughs> it figures. 
<laughs> but yeah, that, that's a great movie. Again, I think I'll, I'll just follow your genres for now. Okay. I will go with a comedy too. All right. Uh, this was a duo. And one, one, one of the duo is someone that you think of being in a comedy. You're okay. like, well, of course it's uh-huh. this guy. The other guy was like, really? <laughs> a comedy with this guy. <laughs> but he pulls it off. Now he plays mostly the straight guy, mm-hmm. but he has his moments. <laughs> and, but it was such a great uh, combination. You okay. know, it was almost Dean Martin and Jerry Lewis esque. Okay, it's just two guys from totally separate worlds, but they came together and just made comedy gold. Hmm. Oh, it's a. Uh, yeah, and, and these two guys, it was uh, Steve Martin hmm. and Michael Caine. Okay. And the movie is Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. That is a movie I've heard of. It <laughs> That's is. about all I can give you. <laughs> <laughs> it is a movie that makes me laugh out loud. <laughs> They're both con men. Okay. But my, Michael Caine is this high-end con guy where he cons rich people. Steve Martin, of course, is this slub, greasy, out to make, you know, 20 bucks or 100 bucks off of whoever. <laughs> and and Martin, Steve Martin makes the mistake of going into this guy's town. Okay. And, <laughs> and then the movie just goes from there. Yeah. Basically, Steve Martin blackmails Michael Caine into teaching him how he runs his game. Okay. So he can, so he can go into the high society (laughs) and and get the real money. Okay. And and just those two worlds clashing (laughs) and, and Steve Martin. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, when he becomes Rupert, the monkey boy, it's (laughs) it sounds funny. (laughs) And uh, yeah, if, if you haven't seen the movie, that that reference makes no sense to you, right? But if you've seen the movie, you know exactly what I'm talking about, and it <laughs> is just oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will take your word for that. <laughs> and it being a, a comedy, that's one that I might actually watch some at some point. So, oh, I would highly recommend it. <laughs> Clearly, it's number two on your list, right? <laughs> Well, number three on my list was one that I thought might fall into comedy, but when I looked it up, it actually fell under adventure. So it's the other movie that I think perfectly meshes two styles. Now, I have a small sample size. There's probably dozens of movies that mesh things well. I have two. And (laughs) this one is very much an adventure movie, but also really funny. It follows one lead character who is trying to rescue the woman he loves. But in doing so, he encounters a series of bizarre people and eventually, of course, does save her. I love Carrie always. I think he's hilarious. I think he's a lot of fun. He was great on Psych. You throw in Andre the Giant and... I'm even more interested. 
Princess Bride, number three. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. One of, one of the most quotable movies <laughs> ever. Yeah. <laughs> and, and yeah, it's a... Uh, it's inconceivable yes. that I didn't pick this, <laughs> but that's all right. But yeah, that that's a that's a great movie. Again, one of those movies where if you're flipping through channels and you mm-hmm. run across it, you're like, oh, I like this part. Yeah, <laughs> and it could be almost any part. Exactly. But the only part I don't like is the dream where that old lady yells at Buttercup. Right. That's just uncomfortable. But otherwise, <laughs> you're only two minutes away from something that's going to be really cool or something that will make you laugh. And probably exactly. both. Yep. Yeah, that was just a classic. Well, it still is a classic. Mm-hmm. Classic movie. Yep. And, uh, yep, that's a fine, fine choice. <laughs> All right. Well, let's see what you've got for number three. Well, I'm... Uh, going to go I'm going to go sci-fi okay uh, there's been a lot of movies made with this brand not all of them good <laughs> all the even numbers are good yeah I knew where, I know where you're going <laughs> but the remake mm-hmm. the relaunch of the franchise is even better and uh, yeah, ensemble mm-hmm. goes without question. Yep, you, you need an ensemble to run a starship, <laughs> and you need a great ensemble if you're going to run the Starship Enterprise. Right, it, and it's Star Trek, the the relaunch, the new one, the first or the second one, the first one. Okay, I have not seen it, but my wife wants to, and I've heard and so many should. good things about it that it's it's all it's I'm going to see it, and. I've heard enough good things that I'm kind of looking forward to it, even though I'm totally not a Star Trek guy and not even really a sci-fi guy. But the it sounds like it's got a lot of really good action elements that would make up for make up a movie that I would be that I would enjoy. So I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, you, you, I can vouch for that. Sure. Even if if you're not versed in Star Trek lore, mm-hmm. you don't have to be. Sure. To enjoy the movie. Now, if you are, you see a lot of stuff, you know. Yeah. And you go, oh, okay. Ha-ha. <laughs> <laughs> but even if you're not, yes, it's a great crafted movie. <laughs> that's that's great. That's one that uh, that is on my list to see at some point. So I'm sure I will enjoy that. You were the first one to tell me I needed to see it. And uh, you were not the last. So (laughs) lots of people agree with you on that being a good movie. Right. My fourth movie was not one I came up with on my own. It was one that I was talking to my wife and I was just like, I can't think of something for this genre. And the genre was drama. And, you know, I looked at the top 50 drama movies, uh, dramatic movies, on, I don't know if it was IMDb, I think it was, and I literally had not seen a single one of them. (laughs) Godfather, no. Green Mile, no. Shawshank Redemption, no. I haven't seen any of those. Or the other 47 that were on the list. 
Right. <laughs> and, and so she asked me, what about sports movies? And I said, which one are you thinking? And she mentioned this one. And I said, I love that movie. That's, that's a great movie. I want to watch that movie again. And it's a little ironic that I forgot this movie because it asks you to remember. Remember the Titans. <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember that movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good movie. Yeah, it is. Yeah, and I hadn't, I hadn't even thought of sports movies. No, I hadn't either. It completely slipped my mind. And there's a ton of them. Yep. <laughs> and I'm just adding one to my list right now as we speak. <laughs> because it just reminded me of one of my favorite movies that fits my criteria of stopping channel flipping to watch it. Great. Great. It's probably not on my list, so it's all right. right. <laughs> I'm good but with you adding be. it. <laughs> I do have two other sports movies on my list, so it. Oh, it, really? Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know if they're going to be high enough on my list to, to make the final cut. Right. But remember the Titans? Yeah the the story of uh, the black coach in the in the southern team, you know, with a southern team trying to mesh a a black and white school. Really well done. Clearly dramatized. Because I watched the the commentary, they had commentary with the uh, director and and a couple actors and all that kind of. But they also had one commentary track with the two actual coaches, hmm. and the guy who Denzel Washington played seemed like a jerk. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> wow. it was it was interesting and. Uh, made me look at it more as just a good movie as opposed to, wow, this really happened. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's a, a lot of those movies, it's based on a true story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and the key word is based. Right. <laughs> yeah. But as a movie, it's fantastic. Yep. It's, it's a good movie. So I, I enjoyed watching it. Well, number four for not on my list. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's uh, you had mentioned you didn't think of any sports movies, just like I didn't until uh, my wife asked. So, (laughs) right. So with that, I'm going to go with the sports. All right, number four. (laughs) Yep, and this is a period piece too. Okay, it's set in like uh, man. I want to say maybe the. 20s okay 20s to 40s somewhere somewhere in there okay it's set and uh it's a story it's a it's a kind of a comeback story it's a about a young baseball player that shows high promise hmm. and then uh, tragedy happens and he disappears and then he comes back to the game uh later on and uh, it's been so long that no no one remembers who he was Okay, and he just wants to be one of the guys, but it's clear that uh, he's not. Okay, that he's, <laughs> you know, and uh, yeah, the, and there's a whole lot of elements to it, but uh, yeah, it's the natural. Okay, now that's what I've heard you talk about on a number of occasions. I have not seen it. It is a great 
movie. I like sports movies, it, so it's a it's a it's a great movie set around sports. Okay, <laughs> you know, I would say. I mean, it deals with the with baseball a lot. Uh huh. It, it really does, but it's not like. Um, yeah, there's this whole other thing going on. <laughs> okay. In the background. But it, it's a great, great movie. It, and it's a great story, and I love it. I absolutely love it. Fantastic. Who's in it? Well, it stars Robert Redford. Okay. Um, co-stars uh, uh, Glenn Close, and uh, Robert Duvall is in it. And uh, Kim Basinger is in it. Okay. And uh, Man, oh, I think I think Wilford Brimley is in it. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> he just walks across the set every now and now, now and then, yelling "Eat your oatmeal." <laughs> but that's worth the price of admission, I'm sure. Yep. I think it even has a cameo with John Goodman. Oh, okay. Okay. Does anyone in the movie have diabetes? No. No, okay, all right. Not that I know of. All right. I figured Wilford Brimley could help with that, too. <laughs> all right. But, uh, yeah, but it, it's it's a great – you should see it. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm up for it. I am up for it. Well, my fifth, fifth screen is going to go to a movie with Robert Redford in it. Hey. So – uh, it's a, it's not an older movie though. It's, it's, it's a considerably newer movie. It's a, it's action, although it's not fitting into that genre for me. It's a really fun action romp, just, just crazy, great fights, a story of redemption and friendship and working together and throwing shields <laughs> Out of my superhero genre, I'm taking Captain America Winter Soldier. Yeah, that was a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> it really was. I, I liked that one a lot. Yeah, me too. It was uh, fantastic. And yeah, another ensemble cast. <laughs> yep, yep, to, to a degree. I mean, it's centered around two, but with some major players that were on the fringes that made an impact. You know, you're Nick Fury and Maria Hill and and obviously the Winter Soldier. But you had a whole lot of Captain America and Black Widow. Yeah. And 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 Black Widow proving she could carry her own movie. Oh, yeah. But they're not going to give it to her. <laughs> That's that just doesn't make sense to me. It, it doesn't. It's probably my second favorite superhero. Well, maybe my third favorite superhero movie. I probably would put, put The Dark Knight higher but i i just saw it actually for the first time three four weeks ago okay and i'm already ready to watch it again oh yeah i I really enjoyed it love i'm I'm waiting for christmas yeah (laughs) (laughs) to get to blu-ray yep i i love who they cast as uh the winter soldier i i thought uh he was really good he he was played a, a major role for a stretch on once upon a time and uh, okay and i enjoy that show he's he was good on it he he played a slightly insane character really well and and right. that's really that's kind of his niche apparently uh, did you see the first one 
the first Captain America? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Really good. Really enjoyed it. But uh, I like this one better. Oh, definitely. Definitely. This one, they did not have to set uh, things up. Yeah. With. They just moved the story forward with. Yep. It's hard to do an origin story well. Yeah. However, Iron Man did it pretty good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, Probably got... the best origin story movie that, that's been made for a superhero. Could be. Could be. I think it rivals another one I have on my list that I won't be using now because I filled up the superhero genre. <laughs> but uh, when we get to the also rands, I'll, I'll just mention it in passing. Right. That was my fifth screen. What is your fifth screen? Okay, this one, I'm going to go kind of fantasy. Okay. This is one, I guess I classify it as fantasy. Uh-huh. It, it could be uh, action. Okay. Or adventure. Okay. But I think it's I think it's mostly fantasy. Okay. They didn't have and, that genre, so I stuck my fantasy ones. The, the ones that qualified for me, I put in epics. Okay. But, uh, yeah, this is a, a story that uh, spans centuries. Okay. They, they go back and forth in, in uh, flashbacks. Okay. And... Uh, they do it really well. It's not jarring. Uh-huh. And, uh, uh, oddly enough, the, the movie starts off with a wrestling scene. Okay. In Madison Square Garden. Hmm. And then it cuts to a sword fight. Hmm. And then the guy loses his head. Huh. <laughs> and then you hear the phrase, there can be only one. Yep. <laughs> it's the Highlander. The original? The original. Yeah. I have watched a lot of the Highlander TV show, which doesn't hold up as well as I thought it would. Right. Some of it on Netflix, and it's uh, it was more fun when I was uh, 13 or whatever. <laughs> but I've only seen one of the movies, and it, I was, it was like Endgame, I think it was. It was... It was the one that had okay. Adrian Paul in it. Right. So I haven't seen that one. I know about the Highlander universe, but not about what happened specifically on the original Highlander. Oh, it's... Uh... Is that the one with Sean Connery, too? Yeah. Okay. Then I, I do know about that one. I heard that discussed at length on a podcast. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it, it's a great movie. Okay. It, it's got... Uh... It's got great characters. It's got an awesome bad guy. Sounded and, like it, yeah. And, and with a great bad guy name, <laughs> the Kurgan. Right. You know, I mean, that's a great bad guy name. Yeah, unless you know? he's a member of the Oddities. And then... Right. <laughs> <laughs> then, uh, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, just this guy that, you know, is uh, just... Trying to live his life, but knowing that uh, events are happening there, mm-hmm. are going to force his hand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but again, just the flashbacks to his earlier life and how he came to be what he was, uh-huh. and discover what he was, and how he dealt with it, mm-hmm. and and all that. It, yeah, it's just well crafted. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's well written. Awesome soundtrack by Queen. Mm, yep. 
and yeah, it, again, it's one of those movies. If I'm just scrolling through and I see it, I'm like, oh, hey, hey, <laughs> <laughs> <You know? laughs> and so yeah, it's it's definitely one that I would. Uh, again, I'm I'm going all over the genre oh, yeah, yeah. board on this yep. because yeah, it's like if I'm going to my movie theater, it's just like, well, what kind of a mood am I in? Yeah, sure. <laughs> For me, I'm just either in a movie mood or not. So, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, my sixth movie is one that I have seen a number of times. It's a very long movie, and so it's kind of a commitment, but I always find it worth it. It does fall into what I've termed the epics, what I, I not have termed, but have interpreted the epics. There was not a fantasy option on that on that website that we we used and so I had to find somewhere to put this but it certainly is epic in scope and so this movie it's 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 a Peter Jackson movie <laughs> and it's my favorite of all of them I know that that people feel pretty strongly about which is which one is better and I see the arguments multiple multiple ways on that. I understand why people like other ones, but my favorite, I like seeing the resolution. So for me, number six is return of the King. Okay. Yeah. I, I've, I've seen all those movies multiple times mm -hmm. and I like them all, but yeah, I, I know the argument. Uh huh. And cause yeah, that, uh, those battle scenes in the two towers, uh huh are just epic. Really, really good. <laughs> they are just epic. I think that the extended cut of Return of the King made a huge difference. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it was one of those, when, when I first saw Return of the King, mm -hmm. and, you know, it's, after... Yeah, everything's been said and done. Mm -hmm. And uh, Aragorn comes out, you know, and he's crowned. And everybody's bowing. And Frodo and Sam come up and they kneel. And he says, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> you bow to no one. Yeah. Oh, uh -huh. man. <laughs> it's a great scene. Yes. Yeah. There's, th yeah, I, that, and that's it, is... I, I love watching that one because I've seen them all so many times that I'm kind of just watching the last chapter. Now, the last three and a half hour chapter, but I'm watching the last, the, the resolution of it all. And it brings to mind all of it. I mean, there's scenes in each one that are just, I think, mind-blowingly amazing. I love in Fellowship of the Ring where they get the fellowship together. I think right. that's great, right at the end of the first DVD on the extended cut. I love that scene. And then the two towers, just pick pick which battle is more awesome, good luck. Right. And they splice them together, and just, it's great. But knowing all that, being able to recall all of that pretty well, seeing it all come together at the end is is uh, what I like best. Right. That's a, that's a great pick. It's a great pick. It's not one of mine, though. Right? right. <laughs> I am not surprised by that. Okay. Mine number six. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go with a Western. 
and because a lot of westerns are ensemble. Yeah. And and some of them are going to be in my also rants. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but this one is mostly just a, a duo. Mm-hmm. And it's a uh, again the story of just seems like two uh, fairly unsuspecting guys. Okay. But then all of a sudden, as the courts of events move them along, you get to realize that, oh, there's a lot more to these guys huh. <laughs> than, than what you first thought, you know? And, and especially uh, the main character. Okay. There's a, a lot more backstory to him huh. that, that gets drawn out as the as events force him into a role that he was trying to bury. Okay. That he became uh, uh, a trail hand to try and forget to put behind him, hmm. and uh, and just how him and his trail boss begin to interact as the events carry them forward, and the trail boss go, okay, you know what, <laughs> I need to listen to this guy a whole lot more because <laughs> we're in an area that he's a lot better at than I am. Huh. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, it's just a great story. And, you know, typical Western fare, to be sure. Mm -hmm. You know, but uh, told in a great way and with with great, great acting and great uh, storytelling. Uh, Stars uh, Kevin Costner. Okay. Robert Duvall. And Annette Bening. Okay. And it's, it's open range. I vaguely recall seeing a poster for that once. Yeah, it it's not one that I have really any knowledge about. Right, it is just, uh, you know, they're just trying to mind their own business, and uh, a couple of the trail hands go into town, and some guys in town start trouble with them, and one of them's just a brute, and so he breaks the guy's arm, <laughs> you know, huh. gets, gets thrown in jail, they go back into town to pick him up, you know, and from there, it just disintegrates. The situation disintegrates because you know some rich landowner decides that he has to make a point to some guys that were going to be out of his hair <laughs> if, if he would have just shut up, uh-huh. right? But nope, he's got to he's got to push it, and he pushes the wrong two guys, <laughs> and 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 so he tries to up the ante, and he ends up killing the big brute, hmm. and. And that just, yeah, sets a course of events that, you know, <laughs> where two guys just clean house. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, it, it's a great movie. If you haven't seen it, it, it's worth seeing. Okay. Even if you don't like Westerns. Yeah, they're not that my would, thing. That would be one I highly recommend. Okay. I'll keep that in mind. Well, my seventh movie, I'm, I'm struggling. Two screens left, and I have... I have a lot of movies left that I would like to see on this list, but yeah, that's why I purposely didn't write down a whole lot. Uh huh. So I wouldn't have that struggle. Yeah. Yeah. And normally I rank them, but because of the genre thing, I just put them in categories. And so now I'm trying to figure that the, the ranking out on the fly, which is not what I'm used to. But this movie is a coming of age story. I tend to not like those, but that's usually because it's so focused on some whiny kid becoming an adult 
And this one, the kid who's coming of age is really peripheral. And yet, as in they're not on screen hardly at all. And yet they are such a major focus of the movie. There, There's so many characters afraid of and reacting to this character who's coming of age and and going off to college. And it's a movie you it kind of surprises you. You don't expect it to be moving. You don't expect it to be such a great story. But it's both. And bonus for this movie, one of the characters my son dressed up for uh, a few Halloweens ago, he dressed up as Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> Toy Story 3. Okay. Yeah, I've seen it. That's uh, I like all the Toy Story mm-hmm. movies. And uh, I have the hardest time remembering three, it seems like. Okay. I've seen one and two a lot more because we had them for a long time and Sean just loved Buzz Lightyear. And right. then three was more recent and he was phasing out of Toy Story. So now it's more I we we pop that in when we actually want to see it more than you know, <laughs> more than just the kids. We're gonna watch a movie with them, but we wanna see one that we would like too. So Right. <laughs> but yeah, all those all those uh, Toy Story movies are holiday movies. Yeah, yeah. You could have picked either one of them and Yep. And been good, you know, just like Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, just whatever your fancy is. <laughs> okay, my number seven. Number seven. I'm going to go back. This is going to be the one genre I double up on. Okay. I'm going to go back to comedy. All right. And uh, this isn't really a coming of age story, kind of, but it's kind of a last hurrah. Okay. You know, it follows the the day of this guy where, you know, he just he just realizes that everything, you know, by the end of summer, everything is going to change. Hmm. And so, you know what? We're just going to grab a hold of life right now because it's good. <laughs> and we're just going to and we're just going to have the best day ever. <laughs> But I'm not going to do it alone. I can't do it. I got, I got to have my friends with me. I got to have my girl with me, and I got to have my best bud with me. <laughs> and we got to drive his dead expensive car all over Chicago. <laughs> and then and then back it up out a window. And then back it up <laughs> to, to try and unwind the odometer. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, you've guessed it already. Uh-huh. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I've... I actually did watch that one because I heard so, there was such a everyone talks about that movie. And I think that that is a movie that for your first time watching it, you need to be a certain age range because I sat there having two kids watching this and going, this kid's a punk. I don't like this kid. Why am I supposed to like him? You know, but I think if I had watched it in high school, I would have identified with a lot of the things he was wanting to do and, and getting away with and all of that. So I think that's, that's one of those ones that, that people who saw it in that right, that right age range just 
love it. I mean, I've heard so many things and it's so highly quoted. And, you know, of course, the the teacher, Ben Stein. Right. You know, that's... Bueller. <laughs> Bueller. <laughs> It's it's one that it's one that I watched. It, it hasn't made my rewatch list, but I think it's because of what stage I was at when I watched it. Could be, yeah. I was. I think I was in my twenties. Okay. I, I didn't see it when it came out, mm-hmm. but I, I caught it uh, after the fact, mm-hmm. and I'm like, huh, "This is great." <laughs> yeah. I, I think something about having kids who were in school made me think yeah, in terms of probably. you know. But yeah, it's a it's it's a movie that I I can sit down and watch almost any time, <laughs> you know, and just you know <laughs> giggle over a little bit, right? Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, so that's your only category that you're doubling up on, huh? Yeah. Huh. I doubled up on two so far superheroes. And Adventures, that being Princess Bride and Toy Story 3. Right. I am doubling up on the genre that before an hour and a half ago, I didn't have any on. <laughs> and that's drama. <laughs> and this is a movie I thought of while I was sitting here recording with you. And it trumps the rest of the ones still on my list that are available. Okay. And this is a sports movie. And outside of Remember the Titans, I think it might be the one that has some of those moments that that just draw me in most. And it's, you know, one of those based on a true story type ones. And it follows a guy who is too old to be getting to, to be starting a professional sport. And yet. He's too good to not get in. It's a Dennis Quaid movie. Yep. The Rookie. Yep. Yeah, that that's a that was, that was a well done movie. Love that and, movie. And, and yeah, just his struggles with confidence mm-hmm. and what am I doing? I'm too old for this, mm-hmm. and I got a family, and and just how. Everybody in his life rallies behind him and says, dude, are you crazy? Yeah. <laughs> You've got to do this. You're going to hate yourself if you don't. It's your turn, coach. <laughs> and then, he, you know, then he goes and does it. Right. Yeah, it, that, that's, a, that's a great sports movie. I love that one. And it, yep. it trumped some really good ones I had on my list, too. Right. Yeah. That's, a, again, based on a true story. Mm-hmm. Which... You know, even even when they're just based on a true story, <laughs> it, it, it always it always makes it more poignant to me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for because me, because you, you know, there's some part of this movie is true. <laughs> yeah, right, right. I mean, that that's I think for the Fellowship of the Ring. You know, I, I know people who have rings, and so that's what draws me in there. Well, you see, I know several dwarves. <laughs> really? Oh, wow! So oh, it's really oh, got to be moving for you. Sorry. <laughs> 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 All right. So yeah, you know. <laughs> that's quite enough of that. <laughs> yep. Should probably move on. Yeah, to your final pick. <laughs> my final pick. I this is my this is a pick where I wanted to have one of those movies that you could have fun with, like a midnight movie <laughs> where where people could come dressed in character. 
that they could quote the movie along with the movie, even sing some of the songs if they wanted to, <laughs> where people could just go and have a party with the movie. Mm-hmm. And so this is a musical. Okay. Now, traditionally, a midnight movie musical that people dress up is the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Okay. But that's not the one I picked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what I picked is, is one that I think people can still do that to pretty easy. Okay. It's uh, Grease. Ah, okay. That is uh, not one I've seen. <laughs> Probably not a big surprise. I think there's, I think the two musicals, well, three, I guess, that I actually like are the two Blues Brothers movies and Dr. Horrible's sing-along blog. <laughs> but to be fair, I haven't given Greece a chance. Again, see, for me, it's it's also part nostalgia. Okay, because Greece is one of the first movies I ever saw in a movie theater. Oh, okay. So yeah, it's one of those kind of early memory type things too. Yeah, yeah. And so it was. It was one of those where it just kind of stuck with me. Mm-hmm. But then, as I got older and I've rewatched it. I still like it. <laughs> <laughs> I still like it. Yeah, you know, it's got catchy little tunes to it. Sure, yeah. A, a little story that kind of helps it all make sense. And mm. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, I still like it. And people, you know, very quotable. Oh, yeah. If, if you put that in the theater now, people would go to see it. Oh, heck yeah. There's, there's no doubt. People would make an event of it just like you're talking about. And that's exactly how I would run it. Mm-hmm. You know, have a space outside in the parking lot for for cars. You know, have a do the whole you know car yeah. thing outside. Yeah. You know, and tailgate. Come on in, watch the movie. <laughs> <laughs> have a good time. Yeah, that's great. Well, we've we've got some uh, really good theaters going on here. I that, think so. Uh, that it'd be really inter- interesting to see if, if somebody could, you know, say, go for a day and bounce around between movies, which one they would pick if we were in the same city. It's, right. uh, you can let us know on Twitter. I'm uh, at ComicFanAdam. I'm uh, at WillDeck69. You could also email us at the draft podcast at Hotmail.com, and we did get as you heard if you've listened to the last episode you uh we did get an email from our good friend the toad man so we appreciate that our also rants is where we are at now and i'll just give a quick run through on some of the some of the movies i had on there uh for for me best origin story might be amazing spider-man i really liked that Mm, yeah Uh, yeah i i had the original men in black Okay, yeah. Uh, the original Rush Hour. Okay. Mystery Science Theater 3000, the movie. They actually had one that was in the movies, and it was uh, the This Island Earth movie. Uh, Gettysburg. Long, long movie, but I really like it. And then two sports movies, The Blind Side and Miracle. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, just uh, off the top of my head, uh-huh. uh, on some movies, Iron Man. Sure. One was was a great movie. Yep. X Men First Class yeah. is my favorite X Men movie. Okay. Um, comedies, man, <laughs> just 
Candy <laughs> Shack, Animal House, just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, a, you know, sci-fi, yeah, Star Wars, <laughs> stuff like that. Um, Westerns, a, another Western that I really, really like mm-hmm. is a Silverado. Okay. Uh, I've I've heard of that. One of uh, Kevin Costner's early movies. Okay, he's he's really really young in that movie. Okay, and uh, oh, for action adventure, mm-hmm. uh, Lethal Weapon. Okay, is is one of those movies I, I can sit down and watch anytime. <laughs> um, suspense, The Usual Suspects. Okay. Um, man, Basic, The Negotiator. Okay. And, uh, yeah, sports movies, uh, The Sandlot. Okay, sure, yeah. Is is another great one. <laughs> and uh, The Longest Yard. Yeah. I, the original one. Okay. I have not seen the original. I saw I saw the new one with, you know, largely watched because, hey, I know that guy, and I know that guy, and, you know. Yeah, because it started a lot of wrestling. Exactly. <laughs> and I really enjoyed that one. I, I did not, uh, I, I found the cheerleaders to be a little off-putting, but. I like the movie as a, as a whole. Right. Yeah, those are just some some off the top of my head. <laughs> Aliens. Okay. So not the one. first one, the second one. Yeah. Got it. Although I really like the first one too. Okay. But they're totally different genres. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, just running through my list so that everybody kind of gets one last look at what each of our our theaters are playing. I'll start in Theater 8 and work my way up to Theater 1. Got The Rookie, Toy Story 3, Return of the King, Captain America Winter Soldier, Remember the Titans, Princess Bride, Ghostbusters, and The Avengers. Very good. And mine in the... Ascending order is uh, Grease, the musical, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Open Range, The Highlander, The Natural, Star Trek, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, and The Dark Knight. I've seen two of your movies. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun to hear what would make the top of your list, though, given that I knew I was not going to have seen a lot of them. So that, that was fun for me. I enjoyed that. Yeah, it was a good time. Well, for the next episode and one that we have coming up, we're, we may just call, you know, have a, have a, a release we refer to as special draft. I'm going to come back to Grand Rapids and we'll do a draft probably with our, our buddy Tim and, you know, call call that a special draft number one or something like that. So I don't know what will get released. Next. That'll be heavily edited because Tim's turn will take forever. <laughs> <laughs> that's an inside joke. For yeah, me. there's there's three people who think that's hilarious, but I'm <laughs> but I'm one of them, so it's okay to me. <laughs> but but what we know is is Tim is going to take your best pick right off the board immediately, and we'll be mad at him the whole time. So, <laughs> all right. Enough picking, uh, picking on Tim in ways that no one else is getting. <laughs> yeah, but, but Tim listens. <laughs> yeah, he does. And so does Toad Man. He'll get it. That's right. <laughs> but anyway, 
the next episode that you and I are drafting together. I told you that we'd get back to the casting of Ghostbusters, and we are. What we are doing with that is recasting six of the main roles with people right now. So if you pick, we're not going to pick Bill Murray, but say you pick Bill Murray, you've got to pick Bill Murray at, I don't know, 87 or however old he is, wherever they're at right now. So we're recasting this movie to be remade in 2014 slash 2015. So the main roles are Peter Venkman. Egon Spangler. So you got, you know, you got your goofy, unreliable, funny guy. You've got Egon Spangler, the the nerdy straight man. Ray Stance, who's kind of the shy but lovable guy. You've got Winston Zeddemore, who is, I don't know, a fun side character they brought in. Um, Sigourney Weaver's character, Dana. And, of course, Rick Moranis' character. Six people that we'll be drafting and we can draft them in any order, but we need to say, of course, which character we've drafted them for. And Man, we'll be giving Ghostbusters a research. I know me too. <laughs> me too. But no, just on the characters. Oh, I see. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I tried to give a little, uh, a little recap on, on what's at the heart of each character. The, the Dana character has to have a pretty wide range because she's she's a concert violinist but she also has to act scared a number of times so she's got to be uptight but also be able to act scared and then when she gets possessed she basically gets uh inappropriate so she she needs to have some range of course the rick moranis character is just insane barring casting any of those people in those roles It'll be interesting to see who we come up with <laughs> to fill those roles today. So, Because yeah. I can think of a bunch of people from like 15, 10, 15 years ago who might be decent in those roles. But to come up with people who could actively play those roles today is more of a challenge. And I'm looking forward to digging through IMDb and figuring that out. That's what's going to happen. Yep. Same here. <laughs> so, all right. Well, that is what we've got to look forward to in episode 11 or draft 11. I got to specify that all the time now, but (laughs) draft number 11 is going to be a Ghostbusters episode. For those of you who don't know, it's October 30th as we're recording right now. So it's kind of Halloween themed. We'll go with that. (laughs) Thank you all for listening. Again, contact us at the draft podcast at hotmail.com or hit us up on Twitter And we will talk to you again in a couple of weeks. Thanks for listening. Take care.